the free for all roundtable. Round two. All right. Uh, let's see. Tim Hudak is here, former leader of the Ontario Conservatives. He's now at the Ontario Real Estate Association, the Toronto Stars, Robert Benzie. And uh, Adjua and Sia Yabwai, I feel like you need uh, the right of uh, rebuttal after what Jerry and I just said. <laughs> about soccer yes uh, yeah. yeah it's it's the beautiful game uh, majority of the world all over the world watches it and yes i will be watching every single minute it was a great game i expected the canadians to come out and play that way yes i expected them to be challenged by belgium because belgium is the number n- number two team uh in the world and they have some of the best players but they played lousy and canada should have capitalized but they had the best goalie in net with Belgium who blocked everything. So it's not that it couldn't get in. They were stopped by somebody that was amazing. And Alfonso Davies honestly shouldn't have taken the penalty. It should have been Jonathan David, but because he has more experiences at penalties. And at uh, Bayern Munich, I'm just going into the deep dive place for I the know. German Bundesliga team. He uh, never takes a penalty. So there should have been more thought process. It shouldn't just have been on the spot. I think next time that won't happen. And I think we will beat Croatia in the next game because Croatia is a little bit of an older team. They do have Luka Modric, but things we'll see. I think Canada has a good chance. I was uh, I was uh, really happy about what happened in that game. We didn't win, but the way they played, they shouldn't put their hands heads down. The boys played well. All right. We should be putting you on yeah. TSN, I think. Um, yeah, I love soccer. Let's turn to, uh, and Robert Benzie, I'm not sure if this is a star exclusive, but uh, I did read it in the star. The Ontario line cost, as Jerry was saying, um, based on contracts that have already been awarded, it's already way over budget. Yeah, it's a story by my colleague uh, Lex uh, Harvey, who covers transportation for us. Um, yeah, it's it's over budget, and but transportation projects always uh, balloon. And, I mean, we have inflation right now. What what six point nine percent? It's not a surprise that the cost of this line are going to go up. But as former Premier Kathleen Wynne always used to say about transit projects, the best time to build them was forty years ago. The second best time is you know right now. And I think uh, yes, the costs are going to go up, but we, we we are always complaining about gridlock in the city. Adjua knows this better than any of us. <laughs> and, and uh, it, 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 you know, we, we need more transit. So get, get it done as, as the Tories promised during the election, um, whether they'll be able to, to bring this in within okay. a reasonable cost. We're having a bit of a line problem again. We're going to resolve that. I always hate having to cut somebody off, but from personal experience, I know when a line goes wonky, my tolerance when I'm driving around in the car is about three <laughs> seconds. Uh, Tim Hudak, I, I don't think anybody's recommending we not uh, build the Ontario line. I'm a very enthusiastic booster of it. But I guess, I mean, let me ask you this, having worked in government, why do we even bother coming up with a low ball and then doubling it? I, I think that's true. You asked if it's incompetence or lying with uh, Jerry Eger. I think it's actually lying. You may, Honest to goodness, you may as well say, what's the cost of this project going to be? We have no friggin' idea. <laughs> you just may as well put that in there and then report as you go along. I mean, But seriously, you do have to hold the companies to account to do this and manage into account. Benzie outlined some reasons why the, the costs are going up. But you can amortize these things over 100 years. Hey it is desperately needed to get done. And there's a consensus, really, for the first time in my memory, on this transit project, both the city, province, and federally. So just get digging. Let's get moving. Okay. Adjoy, your thoughts? Uh, yeah, like I, I agree with Jerry. And I, I do think that it's probably a bit of incompetence and uh, lying on the matter. Because it, It's true what Tim's saying. It's Nobody knows what it's going to be. Every project, as well as the Eglinton Crosstown LRT, was at a particular price. And then 
it ballooned and it's still not even completed and businesses are suffering on Eglinton. So yeah, it's almost like just have accountability, give maybe a rough estimate and let the people, taxpayers know that the price is probably going to be a lot higher than you thought. Okay, and Robert Benzie, you're back, but I want to turn to another topic. That would be uh, Josh Matlow was with us just minutes ago saying there are no apologies to be made for taking a largely ceremonial day to take a few swipes at John Tory. Your thoughts? Well, I mean, Mr. Matlow is obviously upset about what happened with the additional powers that the, the Tories have, have granted the strong mayor. It's weird. They had, the strong mayor bill, Bill 3, passed uh, or was uh, um, proclaimed into law yesterday. And at the same time, they had the second bill, Bill 39, that's sort of the, the addendum that includes this, this most controversial um, piece that would allow Mr. Tory to pass things, pass bylaws with one third of support. And I understand why Mr. Matlow is upset, but I don't, I'm not necessarily thinking this is all altruistic. I mean, he's setting himself up as the, as the leader of the opposition. I thought he dodged and weaved when you said, is he planning on running for mayor? in 2026 when of course mr tories said he's not going to seek re-election so i think it's a it's you know it's posturing um but i understand why he he and others are upset it's a big issue here at queen's park john a lot of people are concerned about it because it was a sort of last minute addition to the strong mayor powers yeah and i i agree with something robert has said uh, tim hudak which is that yes it may seem to be uh grandstanding but i think that josh matlow is not making an irrelevant point in all of this so we keep we have to distill the two things out of it uh, effective opposition politics. I, I had that job, opposition leader. I can spot good opposition politics, and that's what Josh Matlow is doing here. Look, on the other side of the coin, you, you want to see a poster child for why housing prices are so high in Toronto. Josh Matlow's face would be on that. He's been a leading ex, uh, opponent of housing development, So, I, but he's being consistent. God bless him for that. But this, this strikes me as a bit of a saw the baby in half, you know, King Solomon uh, solution here, because Effectively, the, the strong mayor powers, John, give the, the mayor the power to, to veto so he can play defense, but they didn't give anything uh, an advantage to get things done uh, proactively, right? And this is where they came from. It seems to be a, a more uh, direct route would just to be give the mayor powers to rezone, for example, within a kilometer of major transit stations, something like that, or an executive council. But they ended up somewhere in the middle, and that's why we've got this weird sod-and-half baby of a one-third vote to get something passed. Okay, I want to move to some other stuff here, and actually this is totally in your wheelhouse, Adjua. Uh, Tesla drivers are now going to be able to use basically the self-driving program in their cars. Previously, uh, Tesla itself limited the software so you couldn't use it within the boundaries of Toronto. I don't want to be one of those people who yelled at Model Ts every time they scared a horse, but I'm not (laughs) sure I want automated cars on my streets. Yeah, I'm not sure if I want them in the downtown core, actually. Uh, just there's a lot of things going on. And I don't know if they have the analytics up to date yet to be able to do it. And and one of the concerns in the article was whether when you're on a streetcar, will they notice when the doors are open not to go? Will will that trigger um, the Tesla's um, automatic car not to just go forward and end up hitting passengers? Because that's a real concern because that happens all the time with people in control of their cars. So we have to take all of these into account. Yeah, I don't want to be that person that says, don't do it all outright, but I just want to make sure everything is in place and all their T's are crossed and I's are dots and, and things are happening in a particular way. So there are no injuries in the downtown core because we already have so many collisions and problems when it comes to driving in the downtown core. Robert Benzie, you like to take a stroll on the city streets. Are you going to be comfortable knowing now that these uh, cars can drive themselves if the motorist wants to? 
No, I agree with that, Joanne. I have a problem too, John, because uh, these things use five the five G network, and we all have our cell phones. And sometimes I have a five G on my phone, and sometimes it's down to three G in certain patches of the city. And I, I worry about that. Technology is just not there yet, the ne- or at least the networks aren't yet there to support this technology. Um, then I want to get to, get to this, uh, what has been labeled a conspiracy theory, but it's advanced by the convoy protesters that the federal government actually engineered the planting of uh, racist flags at their rallies. Tim, I hear you laughing because <laughs> oh, yeah. it just, and, and the judge shut the inquiry down. And of course, I'm hearing from people this morning saying, see, that's the conspiracy. We're not oh, even allowed no. to try to prove it. Oh, I'm I, 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 yeah, I'll, I'll let you know a little secret. I, I used to spread rumors around Queen's Park just for the fun of it to see, and see how outrageous it could be to see if they got around. So I used to make up some fun ones. This is like the most bizarre <laughs> conspiracy theory I, I have seen. And what's even funnier, John, I know uh, Rob Benzie and Nadja probably know Brian Fox. Like He's the teddy bear of a guy, right? The guy who's actually accused of being the closet Nazi is the part of this thing. I bet you couldn't get into a Halloween costume of a villain, let alone carry around a Nazi flag. This is ridiculous. Worth a good laugh and good for the judge and kicking it out of court. Okay, but Adjua, Tim laughs at this particular conspiracy theory, but I've spent the last 20 years mostly reviewing American conspiracy theories, and it's ridiculous what people will believe. Uh, it's it's almost, it, it's laughable, as Tim was saying when I was reading it, I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, you, it, it's a fishing expedition, as the judge said, and it's based on speculation. We have to remember... Um, Facts are not feelings. So he can feel every way and see things in a crowd and believe it's uh, this uh, uh, driver, pure later driver, I think it was, or UPS driver. Uh, it's just, it's odd. It's bizarre. It makes no sense. It's not what uh, this case is for. It was to see whether the emergency act uh, was supposed to be used or not, not whether some sort of conspiracy theory is the reason why they're being accused for their actions and painting this group in a particular like when there were actually more than one nazi flag and a bunch of other nefarious things going on and you can't blame that on a conspiracy theory against the government thank you all good to have you adjua and sia yabois tim hudak and robert benzi jerry agar as you heard is already fired up so looking forward to climbing into the car after i leave the studio and taking in the jerry agar show and hopefully you will too right now just gearing up toward the news so my thanks Thanks to Nick Marano and Joe Cristiano, and thanks to you. I hope we'll talk again soon. Catch the Roundtable, round one at 745, round two at 845. Weekday mornings on more in the morning. News Talk 1010 Toronto.